going to the jeweler, bust the AP, yeah Sliding on the water like a jet ski, yeah I'm tryna fuck you on your bestie, yeah Chopper with this girl, so do not test me, yeah Rick Flair drip, go woo on a bitch Yeah, woo, little Rick Flair drip off the top <laughs> Had to do it So good So good This is the Last Word Podcast Hi, I'm Angela Lippa I'm Steve Artabello and uh, wherever you're listening on, whether it's on Apple Music, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, uh, we appreciate you listening. Uh, hit that subscribe button, and uh, we provide you a weekly podcast. Sports needs, if you need it, if you like it, your content. We get a little angry sometimes. We get, you know, we got bet, we got side bets, we got a little bit of everything going on. My voice is a little hoarse today. I apologize. But uh, we will fight through because that's what we do. We fight through the pain, unlike certain members of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But whatever, that's fine. <laughs> that's another. That's another story for another day. We'll get into that later. Um, we'll start with the NHL a little bit. Uh, some some news, some notes, some some trades, some firings, uh, some waving of some players. Uh, some returns of other players, but uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start first start with the trade that ha- uh, took place between the uh, Chicago Blackhawks and the Arizona Coyotes. That seems to happen every all the time. All the time. It's just like it's like the Yankees and the Mariners making a deal. It happens every like every year. That's, I'm trying to think of an even more likely I, one because the Yankees and Mariners. It's not the same because these teams make multiple trades yeah. every season. Well, it was. It's been John Chica and and Stan Bowman. Are, are they just, buddies? Boys. They must be boys. boys. They must have gone out or something. Or was Chica like a a scout or something? Was he like a water boy? That no, like, he quite literally was like the head of an analytics firm that they hired as a general manager. Oh, uh, that's why. So that's why it's all okay. Makes sense. But anyways, uh, little trade between uh, the Blackhawks and the uh, Arizona Coyotes that saw the Blackhawks trade Nick Schmaltz, twenty two year old Nick Schmaltz. Uh, who had 52 points last season, hasn't had the 11 points, not bad. 21 or 22 goals 21 goals last year. Uh, It was his second year in the NHL, really. Uh, Sort of getting acclimated with everything. And uh, going the other way to, uh, well, he went to Arizona. And going the other way back to Chicago, uh, Brendan Perlini, what would you just drop? That was my bag. Uh, That's fine. That's okay, whatever. I went to go put my feet up and I knocked my bag over. That's fine. Uh, Brendan Perlini, 22 years old as well, from uh, England. I think he's Canadian, but I think like... He's born in England. I didn't know that. That's amazing. The only reason I know that is from the NHL games. Because yeah, he see, always showed I up just as bought, Great Britain, see, and I was always confused. I just bought NHL. I, I'm, uh, I'm, a little, I'm a little excited. You haven't seen yet. I haven't seen yet. I'm gonna but get you'll in. know. Yeah. And uh, former uh, third overall pick, uh, Dylan Strom. And as a Leaf fan, I remember this. I, there's a lot of people that are going to remember this. They don't want to admit it. But I remember wanting Dylan Strom more mm-hmm. than Mitch Marner. Mm-hmm. I remember wanting Noah Hannafin more than Mitch Marner. And this is why I don't work in an NHL front office. Well. Well, a, a lot of people wanted both of them. Uh, yeah, but okay, can you blame Noah Hannafin? He was it was a top one of the top rated defensemen. He same with Dylan Strom. Dylan Strom had the you know he basically was Team Canada for the World Juniors. And he destroyed it in Erie. Yeah, so it's hard not to you know not want a player of that caliber. Yeah. But also too, you have to look at the he team just, that he plays on in Arizona, yeah. where basically careers go to die. Yeah. And it's not just old players whose careers it's go to It's young die. players. Yeah, and they seem to get out and, well, and they flourish a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
We there's an example. Ala Max Domi. Ala Max Domi. There's another now, one too. I'm trying to remember that. No, oh, Anthony Duclair. Anthony Duclair. Now Anthony Duclair. Anthony, though, he hit he, a couple of teams. Yeah, it wasn't like he was in Chicago last year and they didn't bring him back. And you know now he's, he's had, with the Blue Jackets. Blue and he's Jackets. had a, he's Torts. There's been nights where Torts has played him less than eight minutes. Yeah, but however, he's also had nights where he's played twenty plus. He's a very talented so, hockey player, and and he also scored a goal this year that might be goal of the year. Yeah, so which was ridiculous. <laughs> Dangling people from his knees, you know. Um, for Chicago, at least, we'll, we'll start with the Chicago perspective of this whole thing. Uh, this is a trying to restock the cabinets re- a little is, bit. This is the beginning. This like, is the beginning of the rebuild. Rebuilding, and you know, Perlini's not a bad player. I, I like Perlini. He's not. You got two first round picks for. A, you yeah. got two former first round picks for an, for one former mm-hmm. first round pick. And and so far in in three seasons in the NHL, he's had he had twenty one points in fifty seven games. Brendan Perlini. Uh, 30 points uh, last year. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, 30 points last season, uh, having 17 goals, 13 assists. And this year so far with uh, Arizona, he had two goals, four assists, and 22 games played. Uh, Dylan Strom, on the other hand, in two seasons in the NHL, one where he only played 21 games and he got four. Uh, sorry, no, he's played a couple, two seasons, three seasons. Yeah, they've, they've called him up and sent him back. Seven, 21. This is his, like... They, they, three goals, three assists. They've been calling him up and so. sending him down, and he kills it in the AHL, and then he gets recalled. And yeah, and he has trouble. Put it together. And for Chicago, we talked about this a couple podcasts ago when they did get rid of Joel Quenville that they're trying to get, get younger. Fat. Well, not faster, actually. Just Schmoltz is a better skater than... than like, I like Schmoltz. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Schmoltz. Now, I feel bad for Schmoltz because now his career might die. It's over. And it's funny because Nick Schmoltz is going to go play center on the Arizona Coyotes. Now... You're going to say, well, what about their center who's right there right now? Well, they have now? Derek Stepan, their number they, one center. Their number one center. And I, I'm not a big Derek Stepan fan. I'm, just, I'm not, I've never he's been. Not, a, he's never been a number one center. No, and he shouldn't be playing number one center. And, and they really don't have any number one or maybe number two centers on this team. But there was a certain somebody who they traded for the last offseason and was, we're going to play another center, former third Another former pick. third over pick. I guess the, they brought one in. That's why they were able to get posi- rid of one. That position's always weird because if you remember even um, uh, Kyle Turris. Yep. You know, that he was pretty highly ranked. And when he went third overall, everyone's like, Arizona, this is this is the guy. Yep. And now he's, th- in Nashville. now he's in Nashville, but he went to Ottawa. Which is where he had his best years. And where he had his best years. And maybe Dylan Strom, all he needs is. A Angus bit of a change of scenery, like Max Domi. That's another interesting thing about uh, Mr. Dylan Strom getting to go to Chicago. Talk about him tearing it up in Erie. He gets to play with Alex DeBrincat, mm-hmm. which, if you've heard Strom talk or you follow the Spit and Chicklets boys on Twitter, mm-hmm. he said on that podcast that Alex DeBrincat is basically his best friend. Like they're like they were teammates. You got to think about this when they were like fifteen. Like they met each other at a time where like you're essentially going to high school. And they kind of grew up together. Now again, they both get drafted. They separate. But a hockey player's life's a little different than a normal person's. Mm-hmm. So to run into someone like this, and here's a guy who shares all the same type of experiences as you, right? Like here's another high high end player, and your best friends. Now you get to play together. That's kind of an interesting little move. What will be even more interesting is because of the center who actually centers the line with Debrinkat and Kane is Artan Anisimov. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, maybe not right now, 
Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not in a week, but at some point this season, because it is Artem and Isimov. If we see a change where Dylan Strom is inserted into that position to play center alongside those two. If you want to see what you have in Dylan Strom, you should probably give him that job already. Yes. Because you kind of like... You made this trade if for If you're the Blackhawks, you fired Joel Quenville. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've made this trade. What are you doing? Do you think you're a playoff team? Really? Or is this the time to try some shit? I think it's the time to try some shit. And that might be something you try. Now, the issue with that, though, very veteran-laden team. I don't know exactly what the morale is going to be. Like, you fired their coach, and if you start really screwing around. Like, this is, I I think this is for Stan Bowman. This is, it's a move to not only uh, go and restock the cupboards a little bit, but also maybe move into the times that is the current NHL. That is a speed game. That is a it's a younger man's game. We're seeing it. We saw a twenty year old Patrick Line. They score five goals in a game. Ridiculous. I've I can't Ridiculous. remember the last time someone scored five goals in a game. Some players can't score five in a week. Ovi probably did it. This Ovi, you maybe, know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe one time. Ovi, but it like you think about that. I think actually Alexander McGillney did it once when he was a Leaf. Owl. So I was a child. Think about think about how long I was a child. And think I was in elementary school. The goalie equipment then. And the goalies now. The goalies are much better than they are now. They don't get the credit. Goalies yeah, but don't that get was, the credit. That was, that was the Garth Snow. That was the beginning of the Michelin Man. Well, hey. When McGillney did it. It wasn't quite the Michelin Man. But the goalies are better now than they were, you know, 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. Let alone, you know, what, 15, 20 years ago. So we're seeing that transition. And we've we've talked about it a lot on this podcast that it is a younger man's game. And Chicago is not far out of the playoffs. They're only three points out. From that final wild card spot, it's not insane to think they have Corey Crawford back. They still have Jonathan Taves. They still have Patrick Kane. Should have kept Joel Quenville. So should have kept Joel Quenville. But this was Stan Bowman's attempt to save his job. Just like, just like uh, what's his nuts there? Um, oh my God, Peter Shirelli. Oh, okay. Firing. Uh, bringing in Hitch. You know, bringing in Hitch. You know, I, I only got one more. I only have one more bullet left in the chamber, and I can't really do anything else, so I, I can't sign anybody. I got to fire my coach. I got to fire my coach and try something Because out. if I make another trade, I'm going to end up trading Hall for Larson again. Again. <laughs> so, or maybe, so I'm actually surprised Nugent Hopkins hasn't been traded for a bag of pucks. He, he might be. Don't be surprised. No, Don't. no, I'm not. I wouldn't be. That's the thing. I It wouldn't shock me if he did that. So it's very Shirelli. Yeah, it is Shirelli. So n- now going over to more the Arizona side, you know, okay, fine, you, you trade for Nick Schmaltz, but it feels like they're going around and around and around and around and around like a fucking merry-go-round. <laughs> well, and they just keep going. I told you this yesterday because I saw it on Twitter and I remember I wish I remember who said it. Um But this this deal kind of makes sense for both sides. Like you have to, you have to get over the fact that Dylan Strom was taken third overall because you get to the point where it's like, is he producing? And he wasn't. Was Brandon Perlini producing? He really wasn't. No. Now, did no. they give him the right chances? Mm, I don't know about that. But if you're the Coyotes, you acquired a player one year older than Dylan Strom, who you know is a top six forward, and you traded two guys who could be top six forwards, but Nick Schmoltz is. 
That's that's the big difference. Like that's why you can you again though, you have to forget that Dylan Strom was the third overall pick and not very long ago. I believe well, it was three years ago. Sort of I, I, I would think getting rid of like I almost feel that Brendan Perlini's the throw in on the deal. Because him and Schmoltz both have a year left on their deals, both going to be RFAs. Or this, yep. sorry, this is the final year of their deals. You know, coming Dylan's, out of entry level, coming out of entry level, so they're both going to be still RFAs. But Dylan Strom, two years, so you can see, you know, everything. And he's the younger player; he is twenty-one. So for both teams, it's it's okay. We can hopefully get this. Do we have this? It also Are we in little... the Jack Hughes sweepstakes? Because <laughs> it seems like Arizona, at least, is. Is in that process of doing that. They they need a lot of help. Arizona. Arizona is another team that can't win the lottery. No. Or or win it at the right time. No. They they like look, them them in Vancouver get crushed Buffalo, by the lottery. Think balls. about a Buffalo too. Like Buffalo for the longest well, time didn't you know what, get though? it, and they finally you know, got you know, one. You know what's funny? Who brought this up yesterday? I think I was listening to Hockey Central at mm-hmm. noon. Someone brought the. I think it was Jeff Merrick brought up. You want to talk about luck? Because everyone talks about the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah. So the Sabres were dead last the McDavid year. Yeah. You know who's second last and thought they were getting Eichel? Arizona. Ooh. Arizona's always right there, mm-hmm. and because of a ping pong ball, they usually get screwed. Yeah. Like they're Mitch and then the, so you don't get Eichel or McDavid. And then or McDavid too, or Eichel. And then you're too and you play too well to to get the guy that you really fucking want. But you don't take Mitch Marner. Mm-hmm. Who right now. Oh, right! <laughs> Come on, that ain't even a conversation. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's if if you look at the way that that worked out, they're they're almost as bad as Buffalo, and they've got worse luck because Buffalo at least was guaranteed Eichel or McDavid. Yeah, Arizona thought they were gonna get Eichel. If they get really lucky, hey, they win the lottery. Maybe they get McDavid. They didn't get either. Well, I don't know if they're. And the guy they got now plays for the Blackhawks. Not too good. Ooh. Not too good. Ooh. Well, good thing for Arizona. They have such a great fan base to support <laughs> their team. I, I'm sure I'm sure next season they will be doing a certain something come July 1st. Arizona when, knows dark days. They know hard times. All right. They might back a truck up. All right. Remember that truck that I was I was telling you about, the, the John Tavares one that uh, Montreal was? They're loaning it out. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not going to get there. They're going to loan it out to they the, won't to even the have Arizona a Coyotes. They will not have a chance to hey, even offer him a like. What? The truck is built, and we're loaning it out. It doesn't mean that's not a smart investment for the Canadians. No, <laughs> that's what I mean. See, you're taking advantage of John Chaik, who's exactly. panicking. Exactly, because he's a young GM, and this is why you don't put young GMs in charge of NHL teams. Cal Dubas doing all right. Cal Dubas has had time to learn the job. Yeah, he took he he took the job at basically the same age Chaika was when he took the GM job. He just took the assistant GM job and behind. learned from Lou. Got to stand behind and watch. He wasn't thrown into it, and now is John Shaika's basically probably going to get fired at the end of the year for all this fucking it's nonsense. It's not looking good doing. for him. Especially if Max Domi and the Canadians make the playoffs, and they're out of it, and they're a lottery team, because there's only so many times that you can go to the fucking well. Can you and imagine, be, though, if Strom starts to play well oh, it's game for over. Chicago? Game over. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Dylan Strom starts playing well, because he's going to be around professionals like Jonathan Taves. Like Patrick Kane. Well, prof- professionals. Jonathan Taves. Professionals. Patrick Kane is a phenomenally talented hockey player. Semi-professionals in certain other guys were 88, but we won't talk about it. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, phenomenal hockey player. That's Professional. Sometimes you got to be careful in that city of Buffalo, I tell you. Sometimes you got to be. So, uh, anyway, uh, moving on to uh, GMs that uh, have lost their job. 
Um, this Ron, is ridiculous. This is this is insane. But in a way, it's it's ridiculous in the sense that it happened now. Well, that's the thing. Someone uh, this is this is another thing that was pulled up. GMs don't lose their job in season. No. Now, uh, and for him to get canned, everyone had assumed yesterday the coach was getting fired. Dave Haxtall was going to be the one who got fired. Mm-hmm. No. The story also Gritty. seems to kind of sound like maybe Hextall essentially said, like, it sounds like he was told, fire the coach, and he said, no. And Brian Burke tells these stories all the time. If, now that he's a, he's mm-hmm. in the media, he tells these stories. Oh, the time, like, my owner told me to fire the coach, and I said, fire us both. And then, hey, they had a job. Yeah, that didn't that didn't exactly seem the, to work out very well. For those uh, that, that are not aware, the him is Ron Hextall, who was fired. You know the last GM to be fired mid-season? It was 2012. I don't know the year, but... No, actually, you're off by... Uh, was it 2012 and 2008, I think, you're were close. the last times uh, that Actually, it it's 2013. 2013. Who got fired mid-season in 2013? I Yarmo Kekalainen is that when he took over for John Davidson? Scott Housen. He took over for Scott Housen. Oh, Davidson was the president. Yeah. So he's still there. Yarmo Kekalainen. But Yarmo took over as the GM. Yeah. Okay. So this is the, that's the first time we've seen a firing. Oh, they, they, they fired their coach and hired Torts. That's actually worked out very well. That I'm, actually not being sarca- I'm not even being Yarmo sarcastic. Was, that's, Yarmo, that was the year he took uh, Dubois. Dubois. And everyone thought the Finnish GM was going to take one of the Finnish players, yeah. and he passed well, on Pujarvi. Not that he was going to, he was going to take Pujarvi. And what ends up happening was he, he, he knew. See, certain GMs when they need to make a big move, they realize what, especially in today's NHL, what is key in everything. It's down the middle. And what did you think? Just to bring this one back, what do you think Arizona saw when they looked at Dylan Strom? Yeah. Well, they center the same way that Yarmo looked at Dubois and was like. Center. center. And he does play center, and he's really good. Dubois a freak. I love Dubois. He is a okay. stud. Can, do, I, I, you've know, I've told I, you, you the you've story. Told me story. Okay? That's the story. Like, imagine kick a line and takes Poyarvi. Imagine he does that. He takes the wing. And Mark Bourgeois and Mark, is running. He is no, no, no. He is not running. Okay, he's naked. Peter, running. <laughs> answer the phone. <laughs> no, because it was it, it, Shirelli, Yeah, because they were four. Yeah, there were four. You, you got to kind of enlighten. Okay. You told me this. Story. I've told you the story. I don't know if I've ever said this story on the podcast. I don't think it's been on the podcast. But there was a story that came out back before the PK Subban trade. That happened uh, a week later. It almost half a week later. Not even a week later. Was the half- trade happened like right after? So Montreal had a deal in place with the Edmonton Oilers for the number four pick, and the the pick included that would go back to Montreal. Darnell Nurse plus the pick, and going back to Edmonton PK. was PK, and Montreal was going to take Dubois because one, how do you justify trading away your superstar player in PK? Is that you go and get a French Canadian guy who everybody knew was a center? The Canadians haven't had a center since '93. Well, the funny thing about Dubois, not everyone knew he was a center. He was actually a winger his entire career, except for his draft year. Yes, because of injuries where he played. Mm-hmm. I think it was Drummondville. Yeah, Drummondville. Um, there was inj- so he had to be a center. Yes, and then he he made Team Canada, and Team Canada was like, "Shit, he's a really good center." Yeah, and they're like, they started him on the wing, and then by the end of the tournament. He was a center. Mm-hmm. So everyone was like, 
Wait a second. Yeah. We think this 6'4 monster is a center. This 6'4 monster that can skate, by the way. Yes. We think he's a center. Oh, I know. And shit got real. And shit got real, real fast. Because he, he came way out of nowhere to get to four. That's the thing. He he was he flew up the way draft out of nowhere. He can I tell you who hey, you want to talk about? Someone who flew out of nowhere. It's the same Cock-Niemi. guy. Cockney It's the same sort of deal where he kind of came out of nowhere. Nobody really expected it. And Dubois was that player, so Montreal was going to make the trade because hey, we're going to get our number one center of the future. And yeah, okay, we got to give a PK, but hey, we have the French Canadian player. Now who knows if that Jonathan Drew and deal ends up coming to fruition. Not with Sergachev, but I wonder if he still makes a deal to try and get him. I don't, you know what? I don't know. Because <laughs> then they mm-hmm. tried to make Drouin their center. But I still think, I, but, I don't t- know. but you know my story about how I always thought that when they traded for Drouin, it was to replace Patch Reddy. Yeah, but. So, but anyways, um, so now Ron Hextall officially gone from. The Philadelphia Flyers. Which is insane. Which is insanity. We got a little off track there. I didn't realize. I was like, oh, we were talking about, I look over, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're talking about Ron Hextall here. No, the, <laughs> we'll get into those guys later. But, and. Well, you told us, I had to, I had to make I sure to you, because, yeah. Um, got to know what's going on. Now, Hextall hasn't been a bad GM, but he hasn't been a great GM. And he hasn't, like, something is, something was, something's and, weird because I can tell you that the one position that he. <laughs> He fucked up on is goalies. They haven't had a goalie since he played yeah. goalie. Like you can't be in the NHL without a goalie. You can't look. I, what Michael Layton, Brian Boucher, Peter. Maraz, I read you the like, list. It's remember, insane. Like there was a list. I, I found it and I read it off to Edge yesterday, and it yeah, it was like they drafted Carter. Bad. They drafted Carter Hart, and he's struggling in the AHL. And if, and and there's something like it's like Cleveland and quarterbacks. Oh. They try to draft them, but they never succeed. They try to grab one off the street. That doesn't work. No, no, they Maybe. had one. And then they traded him for Steve Mason. Yes. Because they had goalie Bob. They had goalie But goalie Bob in Philly wasn't goalie Bob yet. Yeah, and he then the second they traded Bob him, he became goalie Columbus. Bob. Which was the best part of it. And, it's and Steve so, Mason, who was the former uh, rookie of the year, him. he turned into a pumpkin. Uh, he turned <laughs> a pumpkin. He turned into a squash. <laughs> Fuck pumpkins are useful. This turned into a squash. He's, squash are useful too. You know where you know where Steve Mason is at home in Oakville. Yeah. You paid. Yeah, you got bought out. You got bought out. Mm-hmm. He's not a re- he's not a relevant goalie in the NHL anymore. He had the one year of success, and it was because he was so hot out of juniors. He carried the. T- I remember he carried. I think it was, it was Kitchener. Right, it was right after, and he got called up. It was weird because he came up in the World Junior. Year. Yes. I think it was an emergency call up or something because he played the end of that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's how he won Rookie of the Year. No, no, because he he played the full next year and won Rookie of the Year. Was it that? Year? Oh, okay. Yeah. So he didn't. Because think about it, when he would have got called up, even if he would have played the World Juniors, you know what I mean? It just he wouldn't have had enough time because he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have showed up until through January. I'm just pulling right? up. His, I'm just pulling up his his career stats here. Hang on a second. I feel like so, he had like an emergency. So he start could, in actually that no year. in 2008. 2009, he came right up. He won 33 games that year. Yeah. That's the next year. That was after the World Juniors. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. At 10 shutouts. Man. It was ridiculous that first year, man. And he was a big dude, too. He's like 6'5". Like, he seemed like he was big athletic goalie. But anyways, uh, you know, a constant look to try and find, look to try and find, look to try and find, and never finding... That goalie. No, it was, but it was two thousand and eight. 
because the next year he was um, he wasn't as dominant. He couldn't have won thirty. He was twenty. Games he was twenty. No, no, he, he couldn't have won thirty three games won, in the same year that he played in the World Junior because they wouldn't 60, have enough games. Sixty one, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. That's what DB says. No, no, I know, but I'm, I'm saying it's not no, possible. But, no, but they don't have him coming up at all. Oh, okay, okay. So he never he might have come up to sit on the bench, oh, you know he, but he never actually played. He did. He had an emergency call up and he sat on the end of the bench. So there must Because I remember this yeah. happened. Because I remember because it was on it was on TSN Sports. It was everywhere. Yeah. Because he had got called up in the same season that he had won gold for Team Canada. Yeah. So But he it was it was at the very end of the season. Mm-hmm. And I think it was when like remember when uh Braden Shenga called up by LA yeah. because they had so many injuries and they were like, you're going to come up, you're not going to do anything, and we're going to send you right back to the Wheat Kings after this, yeah. but we're we're screwed. We need a body. We need a warm body. I've seen that a couple times, actually. It's Yeah, it's done it with, I've seen PK. I've seen Kadri. I remember Kadri. Remember Kadri had to be an emergency call-up once? Oh, he came yeah, from yeah. London, took the bus or no, the Air, I, Air I Canada flight. because I, I think he scored in the shootout. <laughs> Something stupid. I think he scored in the shootout. The only Don place where he can't about, get like, hurt. How good he was. The only place he can't get hurt. <laughs> yeah. But... You know, Steve Mason, Brian Boucher, Michael Layton, uh, who else has played Brian for this? Elliott. Who else has played for this atrocious team? Roman Czechmanic. Like, Roman Czech. Okay, oh, God, bad th- there have been some bad goalies, and they've had some bad teams, and they've had struggles. And I, I, I didn't watch the game on Saturday, but someone was telling me that they watched the Flyers and they said they're a talented team. There's only one problem they don't give a fuck. Well, Calvin, Andreas Johnson scored that. Janssen scored that hat Also, it's not fair. Five but, hole. All, it's it's not fair when you've literally played against the goalie your entire fucking. You practice against him, so you know every move. All three shots all from five th- hole. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Come on. Hello, best, best tweet of the night, or not 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 that night after Hextall got fired, from Steve Dangle. Andreas Janssen responsible for getting two goalies pulled. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, there, there's been some trades like. He's, you know, he did bring back JVR, but he traded JVR. He brought back as a free agent. You know, he acquired Wayne Simmons. Mm, but did he trade JVR? I think he, JVR was the Brian Burke. That was a long time ago. It was about six years ago. He's been around for a long time because he had a he had a six year deal. Yeah, at four point two two. Although, yeah, yeah. Hextall's been around. He's been around for a very very long time, and you know, it's it's him trying to address issues even at center. Nolan Patrick. Hasn't really become Nolan Patrick that we expected. The first overall pick that was supposed to be in Nico Heischer looks like the real pick that made sense for New Jersey at one. Talk about a fluke getting all the way up to fucking number one. You talk about winning lottery. All right, you talk about that. There's just so much. He did did some good, but the good doesn't outweigh the bad. Mm -hmm. And the bad is the bad is the big anchor sitting in fucking net. I'm sorry. You can't be like, you know, you've crucified me. For, you crucified me. You specifically, Stephen, when you kept saying, oh, they got to trade Carey Price. They have to trade Carey Price, get assets, blah, blah, blah. But I said, who do they have? In eight years, can I see anybody else starting other than Carey Price? Is there any other goalie you're going to actually find that might do well? Probably not. And you know why that reason is? It's because of guys like, it teams like Philadelphia who can't get goalies. Think of Toronto, how long it took them to find a goalie. And back into Frederick Anderson. Think of Ottawa. Even Ottawa, too. Like, Craig Anderson's not a great goalie. He's still better than everything they've ever had in the history of their fucking oh, franchise. Patrick Laleem. Patrick Laleem. Brings back so many great memories. Okay. Like that Joe Newendike slap shot that somehow went through him okay. in the playoffs. You know, like, oh, Vancouver's, since, since, since trading first Corey Schneider and then Bobby Lou, they've looked for a goalie. 
Yeah. Okay, a- goalies are very, very hard. And when you can't find that position, it's a week. You can have all the talent up front. And they have they're a talented group. They were in the playoffs. They came all the way back. They were dead last year in the water and came all the way back. And then poof. Like this year, just, they this start off slow. Philly for was this three years now? Probably. Where they start off this bad because it was Gustav Bear's first year. Yeah, they started off atrocious. He got called up, and, then and they just started rolling. Yeah, and it's just the only weird part is that it was fair midseason. Sorry, it's even mid-season because we're not in the middle of the season. Well, that's that's where it sounds like he, he was. That's that's why I lend credence to the fire the coach. No, no, you're gone. You're old because that doesn't happen do, in season. Do you think with Philadelphia being so so much on the gritty? I love gritty, by the way. Gritty is my favorite mascot ever. Gritty's Next great. to Yuppie, my love f- two favorite mascot. Do you think gritty knocked on Ron Hextall's door? <laughs> so and he just squeaked and he's like. And Hexel's looking at him, and he squeaks his, he keeps squeaking. And Hexel's like, what are you trying to say? He's like, you've been fired. Clean your office out. Puts his head back on. Walks back up your shit. Get back the your fuck shit. out of here. But, yeah. But yeah just caught, I, I just think that uh, Philly's got a lot of issues. A lot of talent. A lot of but issues. But the, the big big issue is in that goal, and they haven't been able to fix it for a very, very long time. Maybe Hextall can throw the... Here's I, another you know, I heard Hextall's thing. out of a job, so maybe he can be the Philadelphia Flyers Here's goalie. One last interesting thing on this uh, this topic. They're all so old. Voracek, yeah. Giroux, those guys aren't getting any younger. Simmons, Simmons is up for a contract. He's going to get traded at the deadline. Probably. Probably to the Leafs. Uh, where he's gonna, well, I mean, it is November 27th. At 12.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And hang on, let me just make sure. Uh, no, has not happened yet, but uh, William Nylander has yet to sign his contract. We've had this conversation. How many different you know, days do I have to say I'm not it's, worried? It's funny because this is the last time I'm going to see Stephen before next podcast. This is true, actually. And now that I thought the, about our schedules, yeah, And by is. the time we get around to that point, William Nylander will have I'm going to be either, either exactly as calm. Or, or substantially more angry. So William Nylander will either sign his contract and not be like his father. Which is going to happen. Or he'll be like Michael Pekka, like I've been saying for the last two months. Not happening. And not sign his contract and at least trade him in the offseason. Because I know that Kyle Dubas doesn't want to deal with trying to sign three guys. It was me. I think I tapped the mic. Oh, okay. It's me. Don't worry. Okay. I just tapped the I mic. I thought someone was knocking on our studio door here. I was no, like, no. What? It's, I didn't even tap the mic. I typed the, I tapped the, the wire of the mic. How did that? Because it, it hangs. Oh, okay. I, I'm just trying to think of the See? way that it made the Yeah, but it doesn't even sound like the whatever. I maybe hit it whatever. <laughs> whatever. So we will see on November, on <laughs> Saturday if it if it comes to fruition or not. I'll be but at work, the, actually. Who knows? Maybe the Leafs <laughs> will think maybe, about maybe, it. maybe the Leafs will make a play. Maybe the Leafs will make a play if they signed. need if they need a guy to play You've alongside. Heard everything that's happened recently. Hey. The talk you on told, headlines, Mark you told Savard, me, all the other I heard stuff. S- Mark Savard's tweet came out when Saturday? Something like that. Saturday. It's Tuesday. Actually, no. Savard's tweet came out after we had a conversation. We and you talked specifically about it. So I don't know if it was last podcast. It was probably. No, because it came out. It came, I out it came out during the week, and it, then it was confirmed on headlines by Johnson and Freege. Because we talked about it, and I was like, yeah, Mark Savard, I like it, but I don't like know. Like I say, show me. There's been no show me. There's been a lot of Twitter talk. And you know what happens? On, look. Unless I see it, not from a guy named Boob McKenzie on Twitter, 
<laughs> or Ali Elliot Freeman or Eight Freeman or fucking it someone. was from Mark Mark Savard's official uh, Twitter account. I'm surprised and Savvy ninety one. Yeah, I'm surprised Mark Savard knows how to tweet. Okay, the old fuck. <laughs> he's, he's actually not that old. I don't even think he's, he's old. He's old. Uh, but anyways, who is he? Who's Mark? This is the thing. People are acting like it's like it's like they had you fooled. Okay, it's like that fucking random fan who was standing outside the fucking hotel waiting for autographs. Did you hear me? Did you hear me with any of that? No. Did I text you when that happened? No. Because do I have a brain? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Well, I'm just I'm just I'm just letting you know. No, no. Because you started getting. Don't even compare those two. No, but I'm saying one is a guy that used to play in the league. Who? This is my theory. One has a. We'll get out of this. One has a picture with Kyle Dubas. Yeah, exactly. All right. Does Mark Savard have a picture? The only reason, and I've told you this off the air, I've told other people this, I think Savard tweeted that because I think that was given to him specifically from the Nylander camp. Can I ask you, when do you get nervous? If uh, it, honestly, I'm not going to get November nervous 30th. probably until... It's November 30th. It's, gonna, it's, it's gonna 10 be, o'clock you know what it's going to be, actually? Because it's it's 5 p.m. on December 1st. Oh, it's 5 p.m.? Yeah. Ooh. So at about and, noon, and is is Nylander going to be able midstream at, to come at come about, into the game at about noon? Is he able to come midstream? Well, he he's, a, he's a forward. He's a defenseman. It doesn't matter. He's still and gotta, and still he's not coming back from a, a lower body injury. This matter. is the conversation we've had. This I stuck by that. Hey, defenseman hey. coming back midstream from lower body injury. I'm just gonna say, not good. He's 100% healthy, baby. William Nylander. He's healthy. There's been no sight There's of no William surgery. Nylander actually, out of Toronto. Actually, there, there was. Yeah, yeah. From what? So, <laughs> what is it? The, is it the cousin of the guy wearing the Columbus Blue Jackets fucking jersey? No, no. That is actually funny. <laughs> Yesterday, Twitter went nuts uh, because someone allegedly spotted him at Pearson Airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it went No, no. But what I'm saying is... Look, these, I, I'm, not I, say, I'm, I, not, I'm not giving these like any credence. I you know. Ma- you know me. I have maintained my It's my like thought. Mr. Lacey in Columbus, Okay. I've maintained my my thing. This he's the long. This is the longest anyone's ever gone. December first at around noon. Ooh, if there is no not information, even on, not even on the Dece- not even on if November thirtieth. No, no, it's the day of, and I'm not even going to start getting worried because if there's no information, there's no press conference called by the Leafs by noon. It'll be a we're gonna have some issues. It'll be a conference call. It won't be a press conference. No, no, but like they have to announce something. I don't care if it's a conference. Fuck, perfect. I don't care. Perfect. Announced, announce it. I think Nylander's dad is in his ear. It's not. It's not Nylander. I. I. I look, guys want to play hockey. They love playing. Well, there was also the Babs thing. He he flat out said he expects him back, okay. and Babs hasn't. Said, but it's getting to a point. But I'm not the, worried. If, on December first at five o'clock, if Nylander is not signed, there will be this question. You will have to that Leaf fans will always have, you know, unanswered. What if? This is not Strasburg getting shut down. No, no, no. It's Don't not, even. It's not the what if. It's because if he doesn't sign, he's not coming back. You'll never see. Whatever, game game seven against Boston will be the last time you and every other Leaf fan might have seen him in the Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Sorry to bring that game up, but that was the only game. That's the last game he played because he hasn't played another game since. Just, I'm just informing you. We should move to the next topic. Well, we're going to move to the next topic. I didn't want to bring it up. I'm sorry. I'm not I, worried. I apologize. I'm not worried. I apologize for you bringing dug up some shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I didn't want to. But I had to use it as the point of that's when the last time he played. Moving on to other news in the NHL. We've got a lot of NHL news. <laughs> Hell, we got to get to JD before we get to football. Yeah, well, we're going we to move here. Oh, um, JD's quick. Well, um, first, the um, the Mountain Man... Um, 
the captain of the Montreal Canadiens, uh, the man who wears number six, for the only the, the the guy that I know will come back and at least know how to play Speaking defense. Speaking of coming back unlike, with a lower body injury as a defenseman midstream, it's not midstream. Yeah, we went through this. He's coming back thirty percent through this twenty nine point six seven four. A third stream. What's whatever. a third stream? A third through. Okay, it's a third stream. He's coming back through the third stream, not the second stream. So he'll be fine. You hope. Look. This is not Andre <laughs> Sekera. This is not Andre Sekera. I know you used that example in podcast two, three, whenever we discuss this. Yeah, Andre Sekera has always had foot speed. But. Shea Weber doesn't. But Shea Weber knows how to play defense. Okay. Can he get to and, the areas and he needs to get to? I think game one, you will not see him play the big minutes. You can't. You, you can't. can't. You can't. You can't. I know him. That would be stupid. Oh, he's going to. He's going because, to demand it. Because and Claude Julien's going to be like, you're going to play 14, against, shut up. Playing, playing tonight against Carolina. I expect him to play 14, we didn't, 16 we didn't, minutes. Nobody thought he'd be back at this point. I didn't think. Because he was supposed to be back to what, all, Jan- no, December. December. The middle of December. That's what they said. He's a month early. And, and I well, thought, and, he's and, two weeks And early. I thought it'd be closer to the end of December, closer to the Florida trip that they go on every time around Christmas time. That's when I thought it was. And now he's back. He's playing Tonight, the Tuesday, November 27th, against Carolina. I expect him to play 14 minutes. That's what I said, 14, 16. 14 minutes. He will see power play time. Maybe a penalty kill here Maybe a penalty kill here or there, but it's going to be get him back into Into game shape. shape. And he's got a new coach in Luke Richardson. It's no longer J.J. Daniel. He's gone. I believe you're happy about it. A little happy about it. And... um, I'm for me, I'm interested to see how, how he comes back, how the team and I said, you know, in our preview I said I believe that this team can contend for the wild card. And I said if they could get to a point that where they were above five potentially even even close to five hundred and they get Shea Weber back, that is a boost in itself. At the end of the day, it's still Shea Weber. No matter what. It's 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 Shea Weber it, on one leg. Shea Weber on one leg? Is still better than pretty much everybody minus Jeff Petrie, who's having a fantastic season. He just can't hit the net, Jeff Petrie, when he shoots the puck. <laughs> but you know who can hit Dion, the net? He's got Dion Phaneuf disease. But, yeah, but you know who can hit the net with his slap shot? The guy who wears number six, Shea Weber. He's so, done it in a long time. Actually, he has because he's been doing it in practice. See, it's not like he's coming back midstream without a practice. He's actually been skating on his own, doing the whole thing. Look, trust me. Do you think Mark Bergevin would be risking this at this point and yes. Claude Julian? No. Yes. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> yes. Do you know hang on, do you know why though? Because anything the Habs have done this season, everything's been a bonus. The fact that they started off like this, they've had to go back to play a little more defensive because they're playing wild, wild west hockey. You well, yeah, you can score though. seven goals. You have a game. to remember though, this is Montreal. It's very similar to Toronto. Toronto got to buy in for one season of the tank. One season. Wait a minute. No, no, listen. What, just d- just let me finish. Montreal, you haven't gotten to that point yet. So people are expecting to win. I don't think they expect to win this season. Can I tell you, if any, if there's a... If, Habs fans are talking about Antti Niemi starting over Carey Price. Yeah, They're trying to run Carey Price out of town. Yeah, I'm pretty sure on. they want to win. Those people that have mentioned that, that have decided that that's the greatest idea in the world. Is I the think biggest it's group of idiots. Uh, exactly. Okay, but what I'm saying is this watch is what's the, happening. Uh, watch the game, people. Watch the game. The Habs play better defensively in front of Niemi. Do you know why? Because they know he can't stop what Thank Carey Price you. can. Okay, they let 
there are times, look, where their goals are getting, they had a goal scored on them on Saturday. Jake DeBrusque walked in all alone. Yeah, I saw the replay, actually. The defenseman <laughs> left him alone. Left him alone. Like, just completely. Like, what he crossed the blue line, and the dude was they, just like, peace. When they were playing on the West Coast through the Canada, the Western Canada road swing, when they played Calgary, Calgary had about 15 yeah. fucking red zone. Like, yeah. in that danger zone shots. If you don't know what we're talking about, they make a... It's, it's like a house shape. It's, it's like a triangle. It's a it's a square with it's a triangle. Anything from the the the, the hash dots, marks yeah. to the dots and in home plate. It's it's a it's a home plate yeah. that's the the think of if you're gonna look at the ice mm-hmm. and you, and you know what home plate looks like. Think of the line, the straight line across the bottom of home plate, going from dot to dot, yeah. and then make home plate towards the uh, the, the crease. Yeah. So that's that, that's the high them. danger. They those are where you want scoring chances. If you've watched Hockey Night in Canada in the last three years, you know. that's what they focus yeah. on is that area, yeah. the, the home plate, the red zone, so whatever they the call house. it. I'm gonna call it the house. The house. The Habs, get to the house. The Habs were literally letting Calgary walk all over them. They just opened and, the door and, and invited doing, everybody in. So <laughs> against against thing, they 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 had a goal scored like that. They had you know, if you have Shea Weber back there, it's going to be an influence. Everybody moves down. In the lineup, guys aren't playing where they're not supposed to play. Okay, Jordy Ben's not on the ice for twenty plus minutes. Well, if if he's only playing fourteen to sixteen, he probably is. Well, maybe he spreads it out. We'll find out tonight. <laughs> uh, I'll find out tonight. We'll see how it all. I'll actually be awake, so I'll see it. Yeah, you know what? I, I started saying I always say giddy up, but I'm gonna say gritty up, gritty up, gritty up, gritty up. But in order to make room for a returning Shea Weber off the IR, Montreal had to make a roster move. Now, you would think... The disrespect. <laughs> now, you would think... I, I, I didn't know who it would be. I thought, okay, maybe they're going to send... Maybe they put Xavier Ouellette. Let him go down see if the, if he gets claimed. He gets claimed. Xavier Ouellette. Maybe they tried to trade Jordy Ben. No. Nope. disrespect. Nope, nope, nope. Of nope. this move. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. First, you end the man's Iron Man streak. Now, you insult him like this. After rushing out on July 1st, Where's it, you know what the perfect meme for this would be? It would be to superimpose Marky B's face on that meme of Fry. Shut up and take my money. Yeah, that's basically what happened. <laughs> and Carl Alsner, not fresh off, but he's you know a year removed from signing a five-year, twenty-three million dollar contract, has been officially sent down to Laval because he has. No, no, he officially cleared this morning. Oh, he cleared. Yeah, uh, demoted, <laughs> assigned to AHL after clearing waivers. <sighs> So if I'm him, I wouldn't go. He doesn't have to go. I don't really care if he goes. It doesn't matter. Go home and say trade me. Actually, he probably doesn't get his money. Then. <laughs> I'm trying to think about how this would actually work. Okay, it's not going to work out. It's it's for Mark Bergevin to do this. It's Bergevin admitting he made a mistake, and I know that he probably made a mistake. And hey, GMs have probably. this mistake. No, he made a mistake. GMs make because everyone knew it was going to be a mistake yeah. before. Going into July 1st, people were like, who's going to make the mistake yeah. and how big is it going to be now, with it's, Carl Now, it's not a fat mistake like a certain team with Peter Shirelli as their GM <laughs> made. Oh, yeah. Okay, and Mark Bridgman almost made that. This, and he was one of the he was one of the last teams in the Milan, right, in the Milan Lucic sweepstakes. Now, if I'm, if I'm him, I'm, I'm sure he tried to call up. Someone suggested, put out this, would you trade Lucic for Carl Alsner? And, oh man! If I'm and can I tell you? If I would, I'm Edmonton, I would probably in a second. If, if, no, you're saving the money. Can I tell you something? If I'm Montreal, I would. 
Can if, I, and it, can you I tell though, you why? If you're Edmonton, you're saving money. You're it's, it's, need... it's it's straight up the cap savings because yeah. Alzer's what four three. I think it's like four three seven five. It's something weird like that. It's He's, either four seven it's, five. Uh, four point six two five. Okay, so four point six two five. You're saving over one point three million dollars. They could use it. I like your quick math there, by the way. Good job. But for I me, give, I can't give you from, exact from stuff. From the but Mon- I did work at a bank. At one from point. the Montreal perspective, <laughs> there's a certain somebody who coaches the Habs who used to coach Milan Lucic. Yeah, Chloe and Julie. got the best out of Milan Lucic. Mm-hmm. And I bet you he could probably still get the best out of Milan Lucic. You know, maybe he he does like the thing. Like, do you remember in The Simpsons when Mister Burns ends up with Santa's little helper? And to make him a mean dog, he basically makes him watch all these oh, things where he literally he just, does the, like, he tapes his uh, eyes yeah, open. It's rec- it's like no, not requiem. What's the, oh god, the mo- Clockwork Orange, the yeah. Clockwork Orange. Of yeah, so they the, open his eyes and they make him. They force him to yeah. Yeah, so you make him make him actually they reverse make Clockwork him the Orange because that's what they do to the main character to make him less violent. But yeah. yes, see sorry. that's what you do to Milan Lucic to make him the. Person he used to be, <laughs> just videos, just a video of him vicious dogs. Him. Yeah, exactly. Milan Lucic kill it. So exactly. <laughs> that Milan Lucic. But um, Carl Alsner officially down in Laval. The good news for him is if he ever wants to come back up, he probably has. He'll probably be the first call up. Actually, that's the uh, funny part. Now I know for a fact because I'm uh, seeing someone in Montreal. It is a quick ride on the Orange train on the Metro from Laval to Mon- to the Bell Center. So. Uh, if, uh, but who knows, if he, but knows, who knows if he signs, but uh, yeah. it was definitely a bad signing by the Montreal Canadiens, unfortunately. And uh, the disrespect. G- GMs do make mistakes. You end his Iron Man streak, and now you send him okay. down. Just remember, GMs do make mistakes, and this unfortunately was Mark Bergevin's mistake, but he's made up for it a little bit. Not a lot. Little by little. Brick by brick. Um, Do we do it? How we'll, you know what? We'll quickly touch on this. And look, Aaron Rodgers is a very good quarterback. Very, very good quarterback. Bad man. Okay, he's a talented, very one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. But Aaron Rodgers might need to have a little bit of a reality check. Okay, he's a t- look. The team is a mess. Okay, and. They are in death. This is they're in desperate need of change, a lot of change. Yeah, top to bottom change. Yeah. Okay. From McCarthy's got to be McCarthy. Gone. They've already to, they got a new GM last year because they finally let go of Ted Thompson. Yeah. Uh, it's time to overhaul. It is, and Aaron Rodgers not having the best year of his career. He's also got a pretty bad knee. Look, remember when he was carted off the field against the Bears? Hang on a second. Hold on a second. Is he playing every game? He's not 100%. If he's you, playing if the game, you are he ain't 100%. On, it, nobody's it's He the admitted NFL. though. He admitted when he got hurt. They asked him what like because he got carted Look, off. They're like, "What's going on with your knee?" And he said, "It will get worse but, as the season goes on." But two things. If he's hurt and it's his knee, should he be playing? You know who the other option is? Don't matter. Deshaun Kaiser is their next option. You are four? What are they? They're you f- think Deshaun Kaiser, in any way, shape, or form, fully healthy, is better than Aaron Rodgers? But at the end of the day, you cannot use injury as an excuse because there are guys injured in the NFL. Are you telling me everybody's 100% healthy? No. 
Okay. So you can't say, oh, he's hurt. He's this not because if he's out there playing, he's good to go. The quarterback given of your a favorite team does this quite often where he's hurt and he really shouldn't play and he plays and he plays like shit and the team wins despite of him. Like the Bengals game where Perfect uh, took that penalty and tried to kill Antonio Brown. Where but, his shoulder was torn, he could not throw a football and tried to throw a football. Nobody did. Yeah, and he Hang looked, on. He looked he, awful. They should have lost that game, but though. the Bungles are the Bungles. That's why they won the game. But the other thing, so too, Aaron Rodgers he played drove, the Bungles. Hang on, hang on. But he drove up the field. And then Vontez Burfick decided, I'm going to try and lower the boom in Antonio Brown. And then you have Pac-Man Jones basically adding on to make it 30. Well, you have Joey Porter, who should have got flagged for being on the field because he's a fucking coach. And that was disgraceful. And somehow Pac-Man gets the penalty, but not the coach at midfield trying to fight players. That's embarrassing. The Bungles. That's embarrassing. Or the Bungles. Yes. No, no. They, 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 they do what they do. But, but that's embarrassing. Okay. But that's, a, that's Ben. I've watched Ben. They custom made a shoe for the Ben. Boot. Ben's the, boot. Okay, the Ben's ben actually boot. appeared in two he years, go- which actually oh, kind of makes me, makes me a little upset. He had the Ben boot. Yeah. And he had to wear a fucking visor because Haloti Nada stuck his claw. Oh, I remember that. He, cl- he and got caught his nose and broke his nose. No, but he had to wear the visor because he got poked in the eye. No, no, he got poked in the nose. His oh, really? nose, His nose was all... It's it's the, the picture of him like he looks like Popeye. I see that. Actually. And he ha- that's oh, why. Oh no, I'm thinking of the JJ Watt one. So he had to he had to he had to wear the visor because if, so now nothing can get through. So nothing can get okay. through. That makes sense. So, but that's Ben. I expect that from Ben because Ben's Ben's six foot five, two hundred and fifty. Yeah, but plus what I'm pound. saying is Aaron Rodgers. But like when Aaron think, Rod- think about this. Like like I will say Aaron Rodgers probably throwing less interceptions because he's throwing the ball away. But that's here, why his completions. Here, here's another but, thing though with Aaron Rodgers. He relies on his legs so much to be Then he shouldn't be out there. Yes, but here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers... Does it matter at this point? Are they really going to make the playoffs? No. Now, see, now you can argue... Now you can make an argument that you can put Deshaun Kaiser in. Before, though, Aaron Rodgers, if he can't move, is still better than Deshaun Kaiser. Aaron Rodgers' games this year, he's only had one, two, three. Three games where he's been over 300 yards passing. That's not Aaron Rodgers-like. Nope. And if this was, hang on, if this was one, Tom Brady, you would be saying, if the, if if Tom Brady was having the type of performance Aaron Rodgers has been having, they haven't been very... Tom Brady's also 40, so I'd be thinking but hang he might on. be done. If, that's the thing. But, but it's because he's older. Okay, if Ben was having these... Okay, Aaron Rodgers is 30, which means he's about to be on the he's wrong... He's actually 34. 34, sorry. So he's on the wrong he's side. Older than, he's older than I thought, okay. too. He's on, he could call me by surprise. Then I'm going to use this this term. He's on the wrong side of 30. He's been on the wrong side of 30 for four years. But he's on the wrong side of 30. Could Aaron Rodgers be slowing? I, I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. But I also think that his the other thing too, coordinator who calls, it seems like every single play is called for Devontae Adams. And then well, if he goes to someone else, it's because... The play breaks down, and Aaron Rodgers starts scrambling with his one leg, and he's hopping around there. He's making plays. I'm going to make a statement. Aaron Rodgers might be the bad man, but until he wins another Super Bowl, I don't think we can have a goat conversation. No, we. I had. I've already. We can't have a goat. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Aaron Rodgers is the greatest I've ever seen. Because Aaron Rodgers can still physically do things that it's, um, it's impossible for Tom Brady to do. And we might have this conversation with. We might have this conversation with. Someone who plays for the Chiefs soon. 
as as terms of one of the most entertaining, greatest I've ever seen. He's got to protect the ball. He's got to protect the ball. He costed his team. He costed his team against New England. He costed his team against L.A. Okay, and if you're telling me in the playoffs that you trust Andy no, no, Reid, no, no. But what I'm saying is with his he's clock the management, type, like I look, no, no. I'm saying type of player, right? There are certain guys that re, that rely on their legs in a different way. Russell Wilson is actually probably the best example of this. We talked about this early about Russ. Russ has done a lot this year. He with relies to nothing, and he relies on his legs. So when he's healthy, remember two years ago when he had a high ankle sprain and he looked like he really wasn't a good quarterback because he couldn't really move around anymore. That's what's happening to Aaron Rodgers. He is something real wrong with that knee because he got carted off the field in that Bears game. I'm just going to say this. It's time for Aaron Rodgers to sit. There's no point in playing him. Oh, no. no. I agree with that. Write this season off. Get the best draft pick you can get. Give Kaiser some reps and get Mike McCarthy the fuck out of there. But one thing Aaron Rodgers might be turning into, another guy with only one Super Bowl and really – Never got back. We got back one more time. May who knows Aaron Rodgers ever gets back because the talent in the NFC is really good. Brett Favre. Brett Favre was still though ridiculous. Still a loser. Still lost a lot. Did he get to? Did you uh, really just, you just look, still a I'm loser? Sorry. Hang on. I'm still sorry. the one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Still how many loser. Super Bowls? You know who's a loser? Dan Marino. Then Dan, Dan Marino, Marino didn't even get one. Even, Dan Marino that, didn't even get one. I don't even put Dan Marino in a conversation of greatest quarterbacks of all time. You didn't even get one. That's why. That's that's exactly why. If you could see my face right now, that's exactly disgust of this. I'm sorry. Look, Brett Favre. You know what he had a habit of throwing an interception when his team needed a touchdown. He got to two Super Bowls. How many other Super Bowls did he get to? Tell me. I want to know how many other Super Bowls other than the one he, he got- won a goddamn Super Bowl. And how many more? Did he held. And then like he, every relevant passing record he, until okay, fucking uh, how many, Manning what was it? Three them. years in a three-year span, they went to one and they lost one. They won one, lost one. They I'm won not one, and then I think they lost. They lost to the Broncos. To Elway, yeah, lost to Elway, a guy who's lucky he's not in that same uh, not in the same conversation with with Marino. I'm never having won a Super Bowl. Yeah, Terrell Davis got him. Yeah, Terrell Davis got, got him, him a ring. There. Well, got but, him two rings. But I'm saying, you have to win in the NFL. That's the the go- Do you hang on in the NFL when you walk into a team's office right now? Right now, Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers to win a game. Yeah, to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm getting, taking Ben. That's ridiculous. Ben's been to three. That's insane. Ben's been to three. In one of them, he was atrocious. D- go look. In at one the- of them, he sucked. Hang on. In one of he them, he was sucked. bad. He sucked in the game. Go look at him leading up to there. Them getting there. Ben Roethlisberger over Aaron Rodgers to win super. I uh, win another Super Bowl. Give me Ben. Give me Ben. Ben's at least done it. At least Ben's been to another one. Aaron Rodgers only been to one. You know who Aaron Rodgers beat in his one? Yeah, Ben. Yeah, Boot he was ben. better than him. He beat Boot Ben. He beat Rashard Mendenhall fumbling on the fifty. The Steelers almost came back in that game. The fact that you can even put. Look, Ben Roethlisberger Roethlisberger isn't even half the quarterback that Aaron Rodgers is. Ben's a Hall of Famer. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Don't get it confused with talent 
or who I want to win, who I think is going to win another Super Bowl. No, no, no. I said who would you take right now? I, no, no. This wasn't. This wasn't what team is going to win a Super Bowl. No, no, no. The Steelers, no, I'm saying the Steelers are in a better. I'm, the Steelers are in a better I'm chance. Yeah, but if you had to take a quarterback right now, independent of who they play for, who's going to you got to win a game. I got to win a game. Who are you taking? Probably Ben. Aaron Rodgers ain't won shit in fucking five years. Okay, what's Ben won in five me, years? Give me fucking. What's at least ben, ben won in five years? No, no, in five years, what has he won? He's, he's lost to Brady, who won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but he, he didn't lost win. the man. He lost. He, he lost. lost. No, no, he lost. You want to? You know, you want to do the same thing? He's had the same problem. Let's do the same thing. He's had the same thing. He's had the same problem. Aaron Rodgers. He lost. He's had the same problem as Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but what's the difference? But he's got two, and Aaron Rodgers has one. And Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. He's been to three. Aaron Rodgers never won another Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. He's a better quarterback. Talent wise, yes, but winning wise, Ben is a better quarterback. Winning wise, he's a better quarterback. Aaron it's Rodgers true. is a better quarterback at Talent. everything Did he, than Ben Rodgers. Has he won more than Ben? How many Super Bowls does Aaron Rodgers have? Count it. Count it. Count it. Who's Steve. the better quarterback? I just Who's told the you, better quarterback? I told you talent-wise. Who's the better quarterback? I just said Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is the more talented so you're gonna quarterback. So you're going to take this base on, on take, Super Bowls. Take, so the fact that his team has I'm, always been better, has always been better. I am telling you, though, Super Bowl-wise, I said Super Bowls. Has Ben won more than Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, but he's not a better quarterback the, than Aaron Rodgers. Talent-wise, no. No. But winning-wise, yes. Okay, he's played on Win- better teams than Aaron Rodgers Winning-wise, yes. So he's played on better okay, teams Aaron than Aaron Rodgers and, and Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. I, I hate to admit that. But he is. And then followed by Joe Montana. I'd still take okay. Aaron Rodgers over Tom Brady, over Joe Montana, over any of them. I'll take him. Because you know what? Independent of what's around him, I know he can at least do something Joe Montana by himself. Couldn't. Joe Montana led Super Bowl drives. Joe Montana also played and, a and Tom Brady. And Tom Brady had the great... I'm sorry to bring this up for another time in the podcast for another sore note, but he did leave the greatest comeback of all times. I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers is still a better quarterback. Talent-wise, yes, but not winning-wise. You have to win in the NFL, do you not? Are coaches fired if they lose? Our coach is fired of yeah. That's what's happening to Mike McCarthy. So Aaron yeah. Rodgers has probably three more years of trying to get a Super Bowl. If he doesn't get it, then there's no GOAT status. It's true. How He's is, still the how greatest is, quarterback I have ever seen play the position. But ever. does he win? Ever. Does he win? You have to win in the NFL. You're marked as a, as a, as a, as a quarterback. You're marked by your Super Bowl championships. Am I not? Like, are you not? Was not was for how long? Better for how long? Player. Up until what twenty? What what year was it? Twenty, whatever. Was Joe Montana not viewed as the greatest of all? Greatest quarterback to ever? I never do saw him. This is this is the same conversation I had. And then with Tom Brady. Brady Tom I've Brady. seen Brady is the greatest of all time. Rodgers is better as a as an individual. He's got to win more. As an individual, I hope, I hope he's he, better. I hope he wins another as Super Bowl. As an individual, he's better. Aaron Rodgers needs to win another Super Bowl. It has to happen. I'd like it to happen. I don't know. He deserves one. But it's not going to happen. Probably not. Okay. Unless, unless the new GM decides to fucking grow it's, a pair it's, and it's, start doing stuff. He's got two first round picks this year. Yeah. That's you know who he should stuff. have? Khalil Mack. He fucked that one up. Well, he also doesn't have Jordy Nelson. You lost Aaron Rodgers. Have, N- have you seen Jordy Nelson but in Oakland? Have you seen everybody in Oakland? John Green's bad. Have you seen everybody yeah, in they're Oakland? Bad. Okay. They're real bad. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Look, don't get me wrong. Aaron Rodgers is one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. But you got to win two. You have to win. I love. <laughs> you have. You have and to win. He won one, and he won one. 
going to win two. Got to win another that's one. That's great. Give me that, two. That, yeah, give me two. Give me okay. two. Okay, give me two. We'll talk two soon. Jesus Christ. Not this year, though. Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Oh, that sushi just came up. Oh, yeah. Anyways. On to our weekly big segments. We didn't even get to our. We didn't even get the Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson signed with the Atlanta Braves. One year, twenty-three One million dollars. We talked about this. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Reunited I'll, with Alex Anthopoulos. It'll be a. What's he going to play? First base? No, third. They need the Freddie Freeman. That's true. Freddie Freeman. I think Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman might be better at third than they Josh Donaldson. That That's what I mean. Do you remember, do you remember watching Freddie Freeman throw from third base? It's a stupid microphone. Did, did you ever see it, though? Because it was hilarious. He looked like a first baseman throwing the third. I mean, he's had all offseason to train. Oh, my God. Do you, think, do you think between now and March, by the time spring training rolls around, he can play third? <laughs> it's like money ball. Hey, You're going to play first you know base. What? I've never played Freddie first Freddie Freeman base. is so damn good that he'd make it work. <laughs> he'd try. He'd make it work. He did for team. He tried. Tried, he tried last year yeah. for the Braves when he came back. Remember, he <laughs> broke his wrist, and they thought it was a great idea to have him play third so Alan Craig could play first. Remember that? Alan Craig. That was ridiculous. Oh, oh, man. Anyways, that's our little baseball note. Of the day. Back to football. Um, uh, in our weekly pick segments of where we pick against the spread, we are in week what? I have no idea anymore. I've lost the last week all 12. sense. Is it week 12? I've lost, lost all sense of time. <laughs> Actually, I think it's week thirteen. Uh, whatever. I think I'm ten and two. I'm, I'm using this fan, basically fantasy football. Yeah, it's week thirteen. Okay, week thirteen in the NFL. Um, <laughs> I was down six last week in our weekly pick segments. I'm, I'm, I've been climbing back. I'm up now. I'm down four. Now I'm gonna separate the gap again. This happened once before. You came. You, I was got, one. You, you came. You got all the way up there. It's okay. Do you know what? It's not a it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, and we're we're, we're getting into the 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 last four hundred meters of it. Because that's how thing big his track is. It's four hundred meters. That's I think not so. A marathon. Well, the the try whatever the fucking the one, oval, the oval that they keep going around and around and around. Those are four. Yeah. Okay, it's four. So we're yeah. at the one hundred. This is the one hundred <laughs> meter start. Uh, Thursday night football. Um, the ten and one, New Orleans Saints, on the road, traveling to Big D, Dallas, six and five. The New Orleans Saints are seven and a half point favorites. I'm taking the Saints. I was I didn't even I was like sitting here. I wrote the Saints down. I was waiting for the spread. <laughs> They're gonna eviscerate the Cowboys because the Cowboys are feeling themselves. Last little while, Cowboys are making some wins. You know they beat the Eagles, even though the Eagles are playing their literal like sixth and seventh and eighth and ninth string DBs because they have Malcolm Jenkins. They're missing their top four corners. They're missing their top two safeties that play on the other side of Malcolm Jenkins since he's a strong safety. They're missing free safeties. Drew Brees is now going to play this Dallas defense, which is much improved, but it's Drew Brees and the Saints. Drew Brees and the Saints cannot be slowed down. I don't know if anyone's noticed recently, but they are ridiculous. My God, are they going to roll over this Dallas team? Dak doesn't stand a chance. You gonna go against me here? Take the Cowboys? Wanu, Wanu. You think the Cowboys are gonna keep this within a score, one touchdown? You think that Dallas Cowboys team is gonna be able to do this? If Ezekiel only gets the ball twenty times a game, they're probably gonna win because they've kept it close in games where he's had the twenty. Touches. Like, I mean, real close. Against Detroit, he had 25 and they won. Against Houston, he had 20 and they lost by three. Against Jacksonville, they won. He had 24. 
Washington, they lost. He had 15. He had, they only lost by three. 17 against the Tennessee Titans. They lost. That was the only real blowout. But since then, 19 against Philly for 151. 23 against Atlanta for 122. And 26 against Washington for 121. Keep it fucking close, Dallas. <laughs> Keep it fucking close. I swear to God, they gotta win by more than touchdown. <laughs> Just a I, touchdown. I gotta watch this at a lot. No, no, I, for me, because it's the hook. It's the hook. You're hoping they win by a touchdown, <laughs> and the hook kills me. But I'm thinking they're gonna win by more than ten. So I'm not worried about the hook. Wouldn't this be funny if this is the game that Dallas lo- Dallas wins? I'll be so angry. Wouldn't this be the fucking? I'd be so no, no. It would be. It would be I have so. Because you know what happened too? The Cowboys would win this game. They'd somehow become like Super Bowl favorites, and then they'd win, they'd they'd find out a way to lose every game going. This into would the almost playoffs. be perfect. This would almost be the perfect game yeah. for them to win. Because because you could cover. Yeah, and then lose all the way the rest of the way. But as long as they cover, we're okay. You're just you. praying that this happens so you can. Catch me, but it's not happening. Come on, Dallas. It's not happening. Come on, Dallas. Just get close. Just get close. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, 4 6 and 1, 14 and a half point favorites, taking on the 2 and 9 Arizona Cardinals. How many? 14 and a half. Holy crap. That's a lot. <laughs> what is, these spreads are starting to get ridiculous. Yeah, you know what the best it, part is? Like when we pick a, against them, they always dare. seem to bite us in it's the ass. It's a dare. This is a dare. This is a fucking dare, isn't it? There's a dare. It's a dare. It's daring me. As I just talked bad shit, I shit talked Aaron Rodgers. It's a dare. Don't pick. Don't pick the car. Don't pick the Packers. That's what this dare is. That's yeah. That's what this fucking no, no, dare. It's, is. This is this is Vegas being like we've seen all of the world see what's happening, and we we're fairly certain that like this is the only way that they're gonna get money on the Cardinals is people taking the points by pushing it that bad, which means that Vegas kind of has to think that. Probably going to win by that much. It's, it's 15 points they have to win by. I know. And guess what? Remember when I said yeah. I wasn't going to take, like, it was a... Guess uh, what? Can I tell you? What? They're going to do it. Exactly. They're going to win by probably 22. Mm-hmm. Because it's Arizona. And they have Josh Rosen. I, I think... And... <laughs> jo- based not only just on, like, if you listen to the podcast regularly, and just I don't pick of, against Aaron And you Rogers. haven't picked against Aaron Rodgers. And if you listen to this episode about five minutes ago, you will understand that I defended Aaron Rodgers yeah. vehemently. <laughs> so I, guess so I can't exactly go back good, on it now good thing and look like an idiot. So you have to do it. Yeah, and I, I got it. And I look like a fool, but I have to do it because, one... Do I really trust Arizona that much? Exactly. I don't think You so. don't. <laughs> I, the fact that I trust Dallas that much is insane. It is. Okay, but I have to do it. Have to do it for the brand. Um, the three and eight New York football giants. Oh boy. Four and a half point underdogs at home taking on the eight and three Chicago Bears. Oh my god, Khalil Mack is going to end Eli. Bye bye oh Eli. We and it's, hate and it, to see the, you. The go. thing though, it's not even just Khalil Mack. I think Last year, Akeem Hicks proved why he got a big contract with the Bears. He's really good. He's a defensive tackle for the Bears. The Giants have serious issues protecting the passer, especially in the interior of their offensive line. So if you're going to you know, have the extra guy, the running back, or a tight end chip Khalil Mack, because as you've seen some of these replays, he just pushes 350-pound men down with yeah. one head. Like know, it's a joke. And you know who currently plays left, who's playing tackle for the... <laughs> Sebastian Vollmer. Yeah, not very good. 
former Patriot. Actually, is it Sebastian? No, it's Nate Soldier. Nate Soldier. Okay. Sorry. Volmer was the German one that they yeah. had for a while, yeah. who was replaced by Nate Soldier. Yeah. Well, actually, Nate Soldier was on the right, and then they flipped him, and then eventually Volmer just kind of disappeared. But yeah. Nate Soldier got a lot of money to not be very good. Look, Chicago wasn't very – they weren't the most impressive, as I would expect them to be, but Chase Daniels did play. That's exactly. It was Chase Daniels. In the words of EDP, the famous they Eagles almost, fan, no, Chase fucking Daniels! Now, they almost lost the game. wasn't yes. for that. you know. But give me the Bears to win in cover. Mm-hmm. Maybe Trib plays this week. Maybe he doesn't. Who? Trubisky. Oh. Trib. Trib. Call him Trib. <laughs> the Trib. <laughs> Mitch. The Mitch. The Mitch. The Mitch. <laughs> the Mitch. <laughs> not, not any more fucking douchebaggery than calling yourself the Mitch. That's I'm, true. That's going to okay. be the worst. That's be the worst. Uh, I'm guessing you're taking the Bears, too. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, good. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing quarterback carousel. Four and seven. It's, Don't know how they won four games. <laughs> quarterback <laughs> carousel. Three and a half. It's magic. That's yeah. actually how at the beginning of yeah. the year. Uh, three and a half point underdogs taking on the six and five Carolina Panthers. Uh, yeah, I can't pick that hook. He's three and a half, right? Yeah, for the the Panthers. Yeah, the hook sucks, but I think Tampa is an abomination. They're bad, an abomination. (laughs) They're embarrassing. Is anyone embarrassed? Nobody's embarrassed. (laughs) Nobody's embarrassed. Dirk Cutter's still out here calling plays. He doesn't know if it's Fitz Magic or Famous Jameis. He's just flip flopping all over the place. I cannot, in good conscience, pick that team. No, neither can I. I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they need to win in a bad way. Uh, yeah, uh, falling out of the playoffs. They're now they're, if they get the win, they at least move to seven and five, which would be a good thing. I mean, I hope both of these teams find a way to lose. <laughs> it's not possible. It's not possible. But but uh, they could tie. Uh, sure, tie works. Sure. I'm still not calling the tie. I'm going to go with but Carolina. We'll take, take Carolina, too. Don't How worry. great would that be? Call my shot. Call a tie. Call a tie. A big tie. That gotta, that's got to count for three. <laughs> this would be one of these games that they probably tie. Yeah, I would hope so. Okay. I honestly hope so. Um, the Atlanta Falcons, 4-7 and seven at home. Ugh. Half point underdogs. Deion Jones might be back, but he might not be back. Taking on the 6-5 uh, and five, uh, Baltimore Ravens. Is Lamar Jackson, oh, Lamar I guess, Jackson. the starter? Yeah, he is. Is he just the de facto starter? No, you know what the worst part about that is? Is the Falcons can't stop the run, so they're just going to run the ball the entire fucking game. You say it's three and a half, or you say half? Half. Point. It's a half. So it's basically who you think is winning this football game. It's at home. It's in Atlanta. I don't want to pick them so bad because they've been so fucking atrocious recently, and Baltimore's starting to feel it. But they're at home, and they win at home. That's kind of what they do. Matty Ice used to be called the Georgia Dome. Now it's Mercedes-Benz Stadium. This is what he does is win at home. Baltimore Ravens aren't that good. Okay? They're not. Their defense looked pretty good coming into the year. They're old. They're slowing down. You know what the Falcons can do? Score points. Okay? Can not they, the Saints. But can they stop the run? Yeah, but here's the, here's the, here's the <laughs> thing, though. How many points do you think Lamar Jackson or that offense is going to score? 38. <laughs> I just wrote a number. I don't know why. I they said scored that against the Raiders, okay? <laughs> okay, so, so minus don't 14. insult me. <laughs> so minus 14. So 20 something. And I think that the I think that the Falcons could probably score 30. And because it's and because it's a pick 'em, I'm just gonna pick my goddamn team. Okay. I'm gonna take the Ravens. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck you. Sorry. This is the one especially I hope that I hit on. <laughs> if you just, not, 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 just just the, the separation and the 
I told you so. Well, I fucking it, it, told you so. Just, <laughs> it's just that the Baltimore Ravens will probably be more desperate to play, to win games, where Atlanta is not necessarily as desperate. They damn well should be. No, they're four and seven. They don't really need to be desperate. They're not going to make the playoffs. And at this point, you know what? The lower your pick, and there'll be some desperate teams. I don't know, like a team in your division named Tampa Bay, who might want to trade up with you, and you can fucking steal all their picks. That would involve the Falcons f- about finishing it. below the Bucks. That potentially could happen. Potentially. I so. Potentially. I said potentially. I didn't say it would. I just said potentially. Uh, the 4-7 and seven, uh, Detroit Lions. Ten and a half point underdogs at home taking on the 10-1 and one freshly off a of bye. L.A. Rams. They just lost Marvin Jones for the season. Yep. Carry on Johnson, we don't know if he's playing. Probably not. Because knee injury. He didn't play last week. Everyone, light a candle for Matt Stafford. <laughs> Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue and company. You're mean. Are going to do some damage. Poor Matt. No, that's why I'm saying light a candle for him. He needs our help, people. <laughs> for a dollar, he needs divine intervention. For a dollar a day, you can find <laughs> you Matt can, Stafford. You too can sponsor Matt Stafford. <laughs> And he finally gets a running back, and they get hurt. They get hurt. like, just, And then they bring like, Garrett Blunt back out because it's a thing again. Garrett Blunt. <laughs> Roll that blunt, baby. Oh, I still, I'll, still, I'll never forget. I'll never forget Akbar Gabajabiamila. <laughs> when he was a fantasy expert on NFL Network, and he did an entire section about how he was, and he said it with a huge smile on his face, High on Blunt. And he said it about 15 times. And then as they were cutting away, the best part was is you actually caught a little bit of Adam Schefter's audio. It wasn't Adam Schefter. uh, Michael Fabiano's audio as they were cutting to commercial. And you could hear him laugh. And he's like, I like what you did. And then it cuts, right? It goes to commercial. We all know what that joke was. Yeah. Give me the Rams. They're going to Just give me the Rams. It's It's not going to be It's one. It's off the buy. The lines are led by Matt Patricia. And the Lions can't stop the run. The, the, the Rams have Todd Gurley. <laughs> I don't think I need to add McVay and company. Well, just turn around and hand it to Todd I was, Gurley. I was just going to say, give me the better quarterback, the better running back, the better defense, the better, the better offense, the much better coach, the better looking coach. Hey. I know my husky man with a beard. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he's also I got a, hus- a soft spot in my heart for that. All but right? he's also a husky man who can't coach. Another one of Bill Belichick's disciples who just can't coach. <laughs> what a surprise! Give me the Rams, win, cover, and decimate the rebuilding since nineteen fifty something Detroit Lions. Yes, the eight and three AFC South leading Houston Texans, five and a half point favorites, taking on the four six and one Cleveland Browns. Oh, I want to pick the Browns so bad. I want to pick the Browns so fucking bad after watching Baker just eviscerate the Bengals. I think that would have been a closer game had Andy Dalton not got hurt. Yeah, well, they were up 35 to nothing when Andy Dalton was in the game. Also, Hugh Jackson helped Cleveland actually win a, hot, a football game. Can you believe that? Yeah, he had to go to the other team. <laughs> but he ta- made it happen. Are you taking Cleveland? Uh, no, no, I'm going to take the Texans. And the reason I'm going to take the Texans is because this fucking team is rolling. And if you look at who they beat, they haven't beat a lot of super great teams since this, going 0-3. Can I tell you something? It's the weakest eight-game win streak I've ever seen. That, and this is the team that will probably lose in the first round of the playoffs. But and <laughs> I still think they'll beat the Browns. 
They'll keep this winning streak. Oh, do you know going. why they're going to be the They're going to build See, all this hype up. See, so much hype. You're using one thing. I'm using another thing in thinking here is that Baker Mayfield ran his mouth. That means this week he's going to get killed. Oh. Coming off the happiness hedge win, blah, 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 blah. They beat, they beat their former coach, this and that. They talked a lot of shit. They're the Browns. Not a two when you're four, streak. six, and one, you're not a talk any, you don't talk any shit. Talk any shit. You don't talk any shit. Sorry. Not happening. <laughs> The Cincinnati Bungles, 5-6. They're 5-6. It's actually surprisingly Surprisingly. They're going to finish last in the division because they... They'll s- find a way. No, because now Andy Dalton's yeah. hurt. They have nothing. No, no, they'll find a way. Uh, and, and AJ Green. And AJ out. Green. So, four and a half point favorites. Underdogs, excuse me. At home, taking on the Denver Broncos. Denver, oh my God, Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller. Who's even their backup? Let me look. Because AJ McCarron's in Oakland now. He made a, a quick stop, quick pit stop in Buffalo before heading to Oakland. Um, Hang on, I'm sorry. I, I, this is um, I have to find, I have to go to the Bengals. What website. I mean, I don't even know. So- I usually know who the backup quarterback uh, is for at least the teams in my division. Um, dun, can I have dun, a depth dun, chart? Dun, Give me a dun, depth dun, chart. Dun, dun, dun. Da, 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 da. Oh my God! <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh my who God! Is who is it? Jeff Driscoll. Who? Exactly. I think he played at Florida. Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll. Did he actually play in Florida? He, did. he wasn't very good. I don't see anybody. I'm just gonna write. Oh no, Denver here. Nope. What? It is not. It, it might not be Jeff Driscoll. Who is it? It might be Tom Savage. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller are gonna have a tie. Do you know that that there's that thing on the internet where it's like it's like the guy goes run and then that upbeat music comes on. It's like dun 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 dun. dun. I've probably seen it. You've probably seen it. <laughs> I probably just can't think of the okay. The two Tom Savage, Draft Driscoll, run. <laughs> Run and just keep running. Coach, I'm sick. Coach. I'm hurt. Something. You know what? The best thing to happen to you that day may be to get hit by a bus. Maybe. Honestly, let the team bus roll over your toe. You might lose a pinky toe. Maybe. You might lose it, but you'll survive. Okay. Still on one o'clock games here. Uh, The Miami Dolphins. They didn't win last week. Squishing the fish. Squish the fish. Still still at five. Keep it there. Keep the ticket alive. All right. Five and six Miami Dolphins, five and a half point favorites at home, taking on the four and seven Buffalo Bills. They're five and a half point favorites? Give me the Bills all day long, baby. Their defense is good enough to keep this close. Who's the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins again? Ryan Tannehill is actually back in there. Exactly why I took this bet. (laughs) Give me the Buffalo Bills, baby. Giddy up, gritty up, whatever. I'm losing my voice. So excited right now. Giddy up, gritty up. So close. Four (laughs) weeks away. They can't win two games. Oh, my God. They can win one more game. Oh, my God. It's coming. It's happening. (sighs) The good people of Buffalo, are they going to support you, Ange? I hope so. (laughs) I support support the city of Buffalo. I love Buffalo. I love their chicken wings. So do I. I guess you're thinking Buffalo, too? (laughs) Oh, 100%. Oh, 100%. Okay. I would have been on there even if you were. I was, yeah. Uh, The most disappointing team in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Three and eight. Four and a half point favorites at home. Taking on 
the six and five. Indianapolis Colts, one win away. No Leonard Fournette. No Leonard Fournette. How many? Wait, what was the spread? Six and a half. Four and a half. Four and a okay. half. Okay, for, the, for the Colts. The Colts are the favorite in this game. Are you sure? Wait. The Colts are the favorite. In, in and it's in Indy. It's, it's no, at Lucas it's in, Oil. It's in wherever Jacksonville plays. Because good old Cody Kessler and Carlos Hyde, who they got from the Browns, and give me Andrew Luck, who is all the way back, baby. Steven, last week on the show, I ripped up a ticket. Yes, you did. Okay. And uh, right now, I have a ticket with the Colts at six and a half on the over. I'm going to win 18 bucks. Actually, I win $8 because I put a $10 bet. It's the best money I ever invested. Okay. I won, I've never won bets like this. I always lose bets like this. Andrew Luck, I'm sorry I have you on my fantasy team this year because I feel like I'm wasting a year of you. I've held, I've held on to you through the good I got and through year. the bad. First place overall, and we got Andrew Luck leading the way. And I bet we'll you, if I actually gave a shit in my league, and I'm not trying to tank <laughs> to get myself a good running back, I w- fingers crossed for Bryce Love. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to take the the Colts, not just because I love Andrew Luck. He's starting to creep. If they make the playoffs, comeback player of the year, no doubt. Could even be a potential. I'm actually trying to think who would be comeback player MVP of the year or, candidate. No, he won't. No, he won't. no, no. Drew just Brees. a candidate. Just a can. I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm just saying he's how many a candidate. candidates do they have. They three, can have as many. Three or five. I have three. No, no, because you know how there's there's an you know how they officially like lower the list or I don't know. And then there's he like might the be finalists. he might be in the five. If like, there's five, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think how many they have in the final. If it's five, he's got to be one of them, especially if they make the playoffs. Because you, you said got, you remember Gurley, you got Mahomes probably Mahomes, Breeze, and him. Really, is there anybody else? Goff, but I don't know if you'd get that because it's no. McVeigh. It's McVeigh. That's the Goff loses all, he, yeah, everything, and he's got Todd Gurley. So Todd Gurley's there. They split votes. I think Drew Brees probably wins it this year. Drew Brees will probably win it, but Andrew, especially because Sean Payton I, is like, I'm not. Say- I will win by a hundred if I yeah. have to. I'm not saying that Andrew Luck is going to win it, but he can get into the conversation, at least into the conversation. If they of- have, if it's a five man finale, I'll give that to you. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Come back back this year, no doubt. Oh, he's locked that down. He's, he's already locked, locked that down. I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for this bet when it comes through. I'm just happy. I'm just and you happy know what's going to happen against right again against the team that I said would finish in last place in this division, the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Told you they wouldn't be 500, and they're not going to be 500, uh, especially after this one because then they'll have nine losses. The Tennessee Titans, <laughs> five and six, nine and a half point favorites. Whoa, taking on the three and eight New York Jets. That team seems like they've quit. Oh, they have. And like I, I we talked about this. I like Todd Bowles. I mm-hmm. like the job he did last year. That defense looked really good. Yeah. Josh McCown actually looked like a quarterback last mm-hmm. year. Until he broke his hand. Mm-hmm. This year. Well, um, I'm gonna take Tennessee coming off a bad loss. They'll move to six and six. Cover the, the spread. points is the only thing that makes me want to go against it. But because the Jets, the Jets are so quit. bad, the Jets have quit. Exactly. Sam Darnold's not playing. No, but that's Jets the thing. Have quit. Like, like that's why. Like I want to find a way. To take them, but I can't. But you can't. You can't do it in the kindness, the kindness of your good old soul. Um, the two and nine Oakland Raiders, fourteen and a half point underdogs. How do they even at, have two wins at home? Fourteen and a half point underdogs at home, taking on the nine and two Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, oh my god! Fourteen and a half. This is the get right game for Patrick Mahomes. You yep. talk about like the the turnovers that have happened recently. <laughs> this game is not. 
Holy Christ. 14 and a half is all they're really giving this one? Mm-hmm. How is this only 14 and a half? Because they can't do 21 because that's embarrassing. Cause that, I don't care. <laughs> John Gruden should be embarrassed. I think the highest I've ever seen was 17 and a half. It was two seasons ago with the Patriots playing the Browns when Tom Brady was coming off suspension. Yeah. That's, I think, the highest I've ever seen. I'm thinking Kansas City. You know why? Oh, yeah. Because you know what, something? I've learned my lesson. Never taking Oakland. Don't care. Never taking Oakland again. Spread could be 50. Taking the other team. Don't care. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice, which happened last week. Oh, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame, shame on, on me. me. Fool so me three th- times. Well, kick me in the nuts. Well, the funny thing is, I've never actually heard the end of that, and like there's I just no remember there's like a family. Fool me three times, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the New England Patriots eight and three, five and a half point favorites at home, taking on the foe, uh, the six four and one the Minnesota foe. the, the foe. six the six foe. foe six foe and one Minnesota Vikings. Oh, fuck. In like in. And Brady doesn't look good, but it's the Pats, and it's in Foxborough, and it's going to be cold, and it might snow. <laughs> this kind of seems like the game. This is the Patriots game. As much as I would love for them to lose this game, and it would help immensely for them to lose this game. Trust the Vikings. I can't trust Kirk Cousins. The only amount of times I've tried, I've tried. I've made, I've made the argument for them, and, and they, they fucked you. me. They burned you. So again, fool me once. Shame on you. Shame on me. Uh, shame on you. Fool yeah. me twice. Shame on me. I guess you're taking the Pats yeah. too. Three times. Not happening. Not happening. Not uh, a fucking I'm idiot. going to. I'm going to ride with the Patriots here. But I hope they lose. Same. Same. I hope they lose. I wouldn't mind getting it wrong. No. I'd be happy if I got it wrong. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. But I want to get it wrong. No, that's what I mean. Like I want to get it wrong, wrong with a Patriots loss, not where the Patriots only win by five. No, no, exactly. No, no, that's exactly. What I if I if if I lose this bet, yeah. It's because the Patriots lose the game, and yeah. I can feel happiness. Yes. Uh, the 6-5 and five Seattle Seahawks. Looking good. Ten and a half point favorites at home. Taking on the 2-9 and nine San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, the Nick Mullins magic is over. Nick Mullins. Oh, so Nicky give me Mullins. the Seahawks 6.5 because they don't have anyone else. They really don't also, have anyone. This Reuben Foster thing has gotten beyond it's ugly a, now. Thank God for There TJ was the Watt. original allegations of domestic abuse, and now there are more allegations from the same woman. I I don't know how far away you can punt Reuben Foster, shoot him into the sun. But that's bad. It is bad. And uh, like just aside from football, it's awful. Then you put on the fact that he's he might be their most talented defensive player. He might be. Yeah. And they're already missing their starting quarterback. They're missing their starting running back. They're missing three wide receivers. They're not very good, but they're missing them. They're not gonna win. This is the perfect time for the North, the San Francisco 49ers to keep losing. Get the first overall pick, trade it for a boatload to a team like mm, I don't know, Oakland. Jacksonville. Jacksonville, whoever, whoever needs a quarterback, Somebody. Tampa Bay, whoever, probably trade it. Get yourself some nice pieces, build around that team. Give me Seattle, win, cover, smash. It's the 12th man. 12th man could beat this San Francisco team. The 7-3-1, and three and one, Pittsburgh Steelers, three-and-a-half point favorites at home, taking on the 8-3, and three, Los Angeles Chargers. <sighs> Steelers are going to win this game. About that thing going that I just shot probably didn't. No, see, it maybe did. I can't see it, so it might. Maybe it did. Maybe I got it. 
Maybe else? it's just under me. Maybe. Who knows? It involves too much moving. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we'll moving. check when we get out of we'll here. We'll check later. Taking the Steelers? <sighs> I'm, I'm actually not going to, and it's only because I know you're going to take the happiness hedge. I have to. Yeah. So in order for me to not lose any ground on you anymore, because if we both get this wrong, who gives a fuck? I'm going to take the Steelers. I think they're going to win the game. Sorry. I'm not going to take the Steelers. I actually think they're going to win the game against the Chargers, but because I don't want to lose track, I'm just going to jump with you and go plus three and a half with Chargers. You've already made my pick for me, so you already know it. Um, but I do know that the Pittsburgh Steelers are winning this football game. Do you know why? They have. I, I know. I know. I know. I literally, a, we're both making this pick look, in like name I, only, I, I, and I, I'm doing it to not lose a spot because yeah. I think the Steelers are going to win. I do too. Um, Actually, I should call it. But the thing is, is like if they if they win by less, like I'm just going to stick with you, and we'll just call this a look. This is one game that I know the Steelers will win this game. Also, the injury to Melvin Gordon, I think, is is going to hurt Massive. a lot. Is going gonna, is gonna to hurt this Chargers team enough that the Steelers will, hold, will will get through and win this football game. Sunday night football, bright lights of Science Field. I hope they rock fucking nice jerseys or something. But uh, give me the Steelers. This is actually a flex game. This is supposed to be a four twenty five game. The game has been flexed to this time. So give me the Steelers. Sorry, give me the Chargers to cover, but give me the Steelers to win. Yeah, ah, fuck it. I'm I'm actually gonna go with the team I think is gonna win. I'm gonna go with the Steelers because I keep can't change your this pick. Down. Can't change your pick. Okay, fine. Can't change your pick. You're it's not even my pick. Like you made the pick. I feel dirty because well, it's not actually right. Here's here's, here's 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 a fun little Monday night game. You talk about a, bad. Uh, the Philadelphia Fit Eagles five and six, six and a half point favorites at home taking on the six and five Washington Redskins. This is the only time. That having remember what I was talking about? Have they have no corners left? They have no DBs. They're losing safeties. Everyone's gone. Yes, Colt McCoy is the one throwing the ball against them, so they'll be okay. Um, I just think it might be a mess of a game, though. But it's Colt McCoy, which makes me think that that reason alone is why they'll cover the spread. And as much as I'd like to be kind of, I think the Eagles are going to win, but like we'll be smart here and we'll pick the the Redskins. Screw it, I'm taking the Eagles. I will take the Eagles too. Um, I just think, uh, like I said, that that injury to that injury really to, to Alex Smith did derail this Washington and it's, team. It was a, it was the it was the final straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, you're the, losing those offensive linemen. AP's been banged up, and then you lose your quarterback. You this, had no wide receivers to begin yeah. with. I think this is a time for the um, Washington Redskins to lay down, wilt away, take your picks, start your rebuild, trade them for RG three. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that again. Just draft your guys. If it, it's Dan Schneider, you know they'll fuck this up. Yeah, they're gonna fuck it up. They'll find, a, they'll find a new and exciting way to fuck it up. Yeah, and we'll be enamored by it because it'll probably be Justin Herbert, the quarterback from Oregon. Out of Oregon, Justin Herbert. I don't know because I know Will Greer. I know who no, he is. Will I'm trying Greer. to think. Will no, no, I'm, I'm I'm going through the guys in my head. Is he the one that runs? That's what it is. Because I know Will Greer slings it. Former Florida player. Uh, yeah, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Uh, okay, so he's the running quarterback. He's Yeah, he's the Oregon quarterback. So he is the RG3. He is the RG3. <laughs> I said that half as a joke, and, just and I a, completely forgot there was a running quarterback in this draft. And just and just to add a little note to that, Justin Herbert had a shoulder injury. <laughs> just, just to just add another tick to the box of 
why the Washington Redskins are going to trade up for this guy. Oh, probably. But uh, yeah, give me the uh, give me the Eagles to Eagles. win the cover. The spread. It'll be not a fun Monday night game, but yeah. Ooh, um, this was the last word podcast. Uh, Hope you didn't get too uh, excited with me and Stephen arguing about Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we got fired we got up. A little fired up. I like when we get fired up. It's yeah. fun. But uh, wherever you listen uh, to the Last Word podcast, we do appreciate you. Whether it's on Google Play, Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, all the good yeah. stuff. Make sure you subscribe. And uh, usually we release these on Wednesday. They come out um, or on a Tuesday. Or on a Tuesday for feeling happy if we got Going some time. Up. But, uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun with these, and uh, we hope that you enjoy listening. Uh, I am Angela Lippa. I'm Steve Artabello. And uh, until next time, kids, you have a great time. See ya. Give a nigga yellow tape. And we're about to bag, cause the cash accumulate. Soon as we came in the game, all these niggas, they imitated. Put my mind on it, then I put my grind on it. Put the iron on them if a nigga my opponent. My cold 500 on, put no